Hello, listeners. This is Roberta Foster, and welcome to today's edition of The Author's Corner, brought to you by KNEO 91.7 FM, The Word. And today I welcome Marty Machowski back to Author's Corner. He has written the book, The Light Before Christmas, a family Advent devotional, which is published by New Growth Press. And he'll tell you more about how to find the book at the end of the program. A little bit about Marty. He is a family life pastor at Covenant Fellowship Church in Glen Mills, Pennsylvania, where he has served on the pastoral staff for 30 years. He leads Promise Kingdom, the gospel-centered children's ministry of Covenant Fellowship, and he's also the executive editor for Children's Resources at New Growth Press. He's also the author of a number of family devotionals, Sunday school curriculums, children's books, and parenting titles. And Marty, thank you so much for finding time to talk with us today about the light of before Christmas. It's great to be with you, Roberta. Thanks for having me on. So why don't you introduce us to this new uh, Advent devotional? Well, I wrote The Light Before Christmas to give families a fun and engaging Advent devotional that they can use between uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas. And I like to add fictional stories, so there is a fictional Christmas story that threads its way through the devotion. And I find that that keeps kids hungering for more because they want to know what happened in the story. Mm. And you can carry that along all the way through the Advent season. The devotions just take 10 minutes a day, and there are three per week. So it's easy for any family, even with a busy schedule, to fit this in their Advent season. And that's one of the things that got my attention as I looked at the Advent devotional is that they're very interactive. So why don't you share with us the elements of each devotional? Sure. I have broken it up so that you have a warm-up, which is kind of like a little object lesson you can do with your kids, and then you read from the Bible. And uh, then there's a little section called Think About It, where I have a little short commentary that parents or grandparents can read to their children, grandchildren, and then I offer a question to help the kids engage with the material they just read called Talk About It, and then I provide a Christmas hymn and or carol that the family can sing together, um, really familiar ones that no one will have any trouble remembering because we hear them again and again every year, and then you close off each devotion with a short prayer. And all of that really does only take about 10 minutes a day. And yet, if a family wants to, they can probably enlarge on that and uh, make them a little longer or um, make them more in-depth. Well, you know, I find that if I make a devotional that is about 10 minutes a day, and that's all it has to take, moms and dads feel like, hey, I I can do that. But once you get started talking, Mm -hmm. if your kids have more questions and the devotion kicks in to 20 minutes or even a half an hour, it is so exciting to see that happen. Yes. But the half an hour is not a requirement. You wait and see, and for sure your kids are going to ask you more questions. Well, and as you pointed out, December gets to be a very busy time with activities, and so it is very encouraging to have... Um, what I looked at the book being 
very spelled out, very detailed in in what to do and how to um, enjoy the time together with the family. I like to take the difficulty out of discipleship, and go. I know as a dad, I love that. Well, you mentioned the fictional character, and so um, you talk about Mia. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your character there? Well, Mia goes to visit her grandmother over the holidays, and there's one interesting thing about her grandmother. Her grandmother is blind, and Mia is with her grandmother in church, and they start singing a song that talks about... uh, being blind and now seeing. Mm. Um, and uh, she noticed that her grandmother is crying, and, and she's so sad that the church would be so insensitive to talk about, to have a song where blind people see. Mm. And she talks to her grandmother about it and apologizes on behalf of the church to her grandmother. And her grandmother says, oh, honey, that's, that's my favorite hymn of all. And mm. she's shocked. And what her grandmother begins to tell her is although she's blind on the outside, inside, she can see. And of course, she's talking about spiritual blindness, as the song referred, and getting sight through believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's through interacting with her grandmother that Mia discovers that there is a truth in church that she hadn't formerly known, Hmm. that even though she can see, Mia can see, she's blind in her heart and needs God Hmm. to open her spiritual eyes. And so as your family does the Advent devotional, you explore Mia's world, Mia's life, and watch her come to an understanding of the gospel message, which comes to us through Jesus, who the Bible tells us is the light of the world. Mm, Beautiful. Well, I'm talking with Marty Machowski about the book, The Light Before Christmas, a family Advent devotional. It's published by New Growth Press, and you're listening to Author's Corner. I'm Roberta Foster. Well, Marty, why don't you tell us how we first see the metaphor of Jesus being the light written about in the Bible? Well, the prophecy of Isaiah in Isaiah 9, it says, The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. In a land of deep darkness, a light has shone. Mm. And then he goes on to talk about the coming of the Savior. And so we see this whole idea of Jesus being the light. And then John, in his very non-traditional Christmas retelling, uh, the Word of God became flesh, and, and he talks about the light shining into the darkness. And mm. so we see John referring to this coming of the light as Jesus, as a baby, coming as a light, which is the fulfillment of Isaiah's prophecy. And uh, we see light as a theme in the Christmas story. So the angels come to the shepherds, and the glory of the Lord shone about them. The wise men are looking to the star and follow its light. And so we see light again and again in the Christmas story. And I wanted to bring uh, that to the attention of families so that they could get some meaning behind all these Christmas traditions. We put Mm -hmm. uh, lights on our trees. We put lights on our homes. 
People set out candles for uh, Christmas time and light those. And if you said, what's the significance of the light at Christmas? Not everybody knows. Right. And so the light before Christmas will help all to see that the light is the light of the truth of the gospel that comes through Jesus, first as a baby, then as an adult who died on the cross for our sins and rose victorious, that we too might join him and become lights into the dark world. You know, that's what I really appreciate about your writings, Marty, is that you always include the entire gospel message of our need for a Savior in every aspect or in every book that you write, um, you know, from the beginning to the end, and always uh, giving us insight to those that already have Jesus as Savior, but also making it very clear and understandable for those that don't. And so I love that um, Mia came to see her need for Jesus as a Savior through your devotional writings as well. Well, you know, the reality is, as parents, it's okay for us to give our children the good moral principles of Scripture, Mm -hmm. you know, to teach them to be trustworthy, to tell the truth, to uh, love people, but if we don't also teach them that they are sinners in need of a Savior, then that prior good information can't transform their sinful heart. But the Gospel— Yes. Paul tells us is the power of God for the salvation of everyone who believes. And mom and dad out there, isn't that ultimately the best gift that you could give your kids for Christmas? The truth that can set them free? We all want that. And I wanted to make sure that the light before Christmas contained the whole gospel message. Amen. Well, not only have you written a devotional, you also have a Sunday school curriculum that goes along with the devotional. So tell us more about that. Well, I do have a Sunday school curriculum that your church can use, and they will go through the same Bible verses. There's a difference in the curriculum in the home and the book for home in that they have different object lessons, different activities, but the same truth. It's so exciting as a pastor to know that what you're teaching the children on a Sunday morning, the parents are going to follow up that week in their family devotions. So together with church and home, the light before Christmas is a bridge to bring the truth of Jesus as the light of the world into our church and family. And while they are written to be complimentary, are they also okay to be used separately, whereas one family might use the devotional, but the church may not use the curriculum? Yeah, that's exactly right. They are uh, distinct and don't refer to each other. So the kids in the Sunday school classroom, if you've used the Light Before Christmas curriculum, wouldn't necessarily know there's a devotion. And if parents pick up a copy of the Light Before Christmas, Their kids aren't going to say, well, why don't we get to do that at church? But if you get the full experience and do it at church and at home, then your kids are going to get a double portion of wonderful truth for their Christmas season. Amen. Well, Marty, if uh, people want to find out more about you and the other books that you've written, do you have a website that you can direct people to? Yes, if they go to MartyMachowski.com, they'll find my books there. 
and they can find them also at newgrowthpress.com. Wonderful. So today we've been talking with Marty Machowski, and he wrote The Light Before Christmas, a family Advent devotional that also has a Sunday school curriculum uh, available. And so, Marty, we do appreciate the fact that you've been with us, and we appreciate New Growth Press for giving us a copy to talk about today. Thank you, Roberta, for having me on, and I hope you have a wonderful Christmas season. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in. This is Roberta Foster on The Author's Corner. Join us again next time. If you live within the broadcast area of KNEO Radio, we have a podcast just for you. The KNEO Community Connection keeps your finger on the pulse of what's coming up in the four-state area, telling you about upcoming events you don't want to miss, organizations in our communities doing great work, and conversations with the dynamic citizens who are behind it all. There's a lot going on around you that you don't want to miss. This is Luke Taylor. Join me each week as we talk about what's happening with the people who are making it happen. Brought to you by KNEO Radio 91.7 FM and the Sky High Podcast Network. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.